everyone. This is Ron Tyson, and I am the host of Mornings with Ron, and I want to welcome you to our weekly show. I hope you've been enjoying our past episodes. If you are, please go out and review us. Hopefully, if you like us enough, you'll give us five stars so we can get this uh, podcast distributed even more widely than the people that we are already reaching. Just a little bit about how this program works. Each week, I provide five messages. Those messages are designed to provoke thought, inspire the heart, and feed the soul. For the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about how to take care of ourselves and how to take care of others, and a little bit about friends and family. This week, I wanted to talk about things that we encounter in our lives that cause adversity and how we deal with that adversity. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and here we go. As we go through life, it's very easy to take what we have for granted. It's always there, even if sometimes we have to work a little harder for it. Because it always seems to be there, uh, we assume that it always will be. You know, when we're growing up, our parents always provide to make sure that we have food on the table. And as we grow up, we have jobs that enable us to provide sustenance for ourselves and our family. Yet, all it takes is one adverse event, and in the blink of an eye, everything can change. When I left the Air Force in 1985, I left the security blanket that the military provides you. We always had housing, food, and medical care, and you never had to worry where your next meal was coming from. It was readily available in the mess hall whenever mealtimes rolled around. Your paycheck showed up every month, and even if you blew all of it, you still had a roof over your head and food in your stomach every day. When I left the military, I left that security blanket, and I was suddenly faced with the reality that I had to pay rent, buy food, take care of bills, I had to do all the things that come with living on your own, and all of that on a part-time job, and that reality was very, very startling to me. There was a period of time where, after taking care of the necessities, there just wasn't enough left for food. I'd get up and go in my kitchen, and it would be completely bare. And I'd go days without eating, and at 5'11 and a 27-inch waist, there wasn't a lot of room for weight loss. Fortunately, my parents lived a few hours away, and although I hid the fact that I was going through this from them, I eventually did tell them, and the tongue lashing that I received was certainly well-deserved. When I would go and visit them, they would make me go in their pantry and go shopping for food, and I would take bags of food home with me when I would return. Eventually, I got a full-time job, and things turned around. And Going through this trying period was painful, but it was a lesson I do not regret. The reason is it taught me the importance of appreciating what you have and showed me the realization of what it's like when you don't. It helped me build on my compassion for people that struggle and find themselves without. Our program manager, Linda, tells me all the time that she constantly gives thanks for the things she has. She gives thanks for her food, her health, her housing, her family, and all the blessings that have been bestowed on her. And I think it's equally important that we do the same. So my hope for you is that you'll never have to experience what I did to learn to appreciate life's blessings. Learning to appreciate while we have often prevents us from finding ourselves in circumstances where we are without. So take a look at your own life today. And if you haven't shown appreciation recently for all the things surrounding you, make a point to do that. For it's when we truly appreciate that we open up the opportunity to not only sustain what we have, but to create room for more.
You know, for this next message, it's amazing how when you go to either watch a television show or sometimes you go to see a movie, how that movie can really have uh, an impact on your ability to think about or see things differently. A couple months ago, I went to see the movie Mary Queen of Scots for the first time. I'm one of those people that's always been interested in period movies and especially in English history. And while I knew the story of Mary of Queen of Scots, I really didn't know the intricate details of what eventually led to her downfall and execution. And as I sat in the theater, I began to think about all the wars and conflicts over time and realized that usually they result from two things, the lust for power or religion. Then I started to think to myself, what would the world be like if rather than fighting against each other, we fought together for common causes to better the lives of everyone in the lands where we live? We all know that conflict isn't always bad as it brings about new ideas and thinking that eventually can lead to providing a better life for those affected by the conflict. It induces thought-provoking challenges to come up with improved ways of doing things and new ideas to make all of our lives better. But where it becomes an issue is when it's mandated that one side win in the conflict over the other. And I think it's at those moments that certain sides will go out of their way and pull out at all the stops, no matter the cost, to ensure that they win. And if those desires were combined to produce an enormously beneficial outcome for all parties, then the dynamics of the conflict would change. I, I'm one of those people that believe in healthy competition. Was it, is it always necessary for one side to win over the other? Think about a work situation where you have two teams competing against each other to create a product. That healthy competition pushes each side to come up with the best that they can create, and then it stops. So what if at the end of that competition, the two competing teams join together and use the combined intellect of the entire group to make the product even better than what was originally created, all for the good of the company? I think the same could be said for other areas of opportunities in our lives. The unfortunate thing about conflict that requires someone to win and someone to lose is that there are many people caught in the crosshairs that suffer from that fight. People who are just hoping to live their lives with the resources they have available and hoping for a little better tomorrow. If the world ever figures out how to work together rather than against each other, what a wonderful world that could be. A lot of times when I'm thinking about my messages, they come from a quote I see or a quote I hear or something I see on Facebook or one of actually one of your posts that you may put out there. And I saw a quote on my friend Marilyn's timeline that said, don't let the potential of hurt outweigh the joy of the journey. Now, this was a pretty powerful message that got me to thinking. Often in life, we expect that things are just going to come our way without work or adversity. Why? Because we deserve it, and it should be so. However, is that really reality? We all know that many times those things that bring us the greatest joy sometimes bring us the greatest hurt along the journey. You know, things such as having a child, rising through the ranks at work, building a new home, or even growing a business. And all of those things have the potential to cause hurt along the journey to seeing them to fruition, but it's often the journey itself that can be the best part of the adventure. They are opportunities for us to learn, grow, and develop our inner selves. They teach us lessons that help us in other areas of our life, and if we let them, the journey can be a magical experience. 
However, often throughout that journey, we fail to realize the full potential of what we can accomplish because of the fear of the unknown and the chance that we're going to be hurt in the process. We become so afraid of what could happen that we're not willing to take the risk. Yet it's often that very hurt that builds the strength and character to enable us to enjoy the end of the journey all the more. I, I look at life's journey much like a tree. There's many branches that make up the whole. Some of them are long and smooth, others are short and gnarly. Some branches have limited leaves and others are full and robust with foliage. And at times the tree is bare and then other times its leaves and branches are so thick with green that you can barely see them. And I think such is the same with life. If we are always afraid of the hurt, then we never really live life to its full potential. With risk comes reward and often the reward can be far beyond our wildest imagination. Sure, we can live a life in status quo, which may work for some, but I believe that most of us want more than that. I think we deserve more than that. And we only get one chance at life and ultimately only we have the power to make it all that it can be. Think of some desire that you've had that you have not attempted to realize simply because it's out of your comfort zone. And then focus on the benefits and possibilities and then take one small step towards that goal. Navigate the hurt that will inevitably come along with the journey and use it as a powerful tool to get you through the next step and the next. And before you know it, you'll be able to look back at the many steps you've taken and that which you desired most of all will be right there in front of you. When I was thinking about this next message and I was thinking about mistakes and how important it is we make those mistakes not to beat us up because at the end of the day, they really are proof that we're trying. Heaven knows that no one is harder on us than ourselves when it comes to making mistakes. Over and over, we beat ourselves up for making errors and not doing things right for the first time. And whether we have instilled in us a need to be perfect through our upbringing or we've just learned on our own to be hard on ourselves, we're often our own worst enemy. We see mistakes in the negative instead of seeing them for what they're truly meant to be. As we go through life, there are many paths we can choose when we're making decisions. Some are the right ones, some are not, but they're all part of the travel on what I like to call the succeed and fail roller coaster of life. Mistakes and failures are important tools to help strengthen our resolve, enhance our life, and nourish our soul as we strive to live a good, productive life. One would suspect that people that rarely make mistakes are likely people who never try in the first place. They're so afraid of making a mistake and failing that they live a mundane existence and just kind of go through the motions. And if that's right for their soul, then there's really nothing wrong with it. However, people who try and live a full life with all the excitement and adventure it has to offer are going to make mistakes. We will constantly be faced with a myriad of decisions that are not always going to go well. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that either. You see, mistakes are proof that you're trying. It means you're getting outside of your box, broadening your horizons, and making an effort to ensure that your life is full and complete. And if you're using those mistakes to better yourself as a tool to keep from making the mistakes over and over, then you're truly living. And isn't that really what it's all about? Extracting every minute that life has to offer to ensure that when we get to the end, we can look back, smile, and say to ourselves, job well done. Mistakes are a natural part of living, and they'll be with us throughout our life path. If we embrace them, learn from them, 
and let them be the tool that guides us, it leads to a better and more productive life. Never use them as a tool for self-flagellation. Use them as a learning tool that they were meant to be. This next message came from a quote that I saw that said, having a rough day, place your hand over your heart. Feel that? That's called purpose. You're alive for a reason and don't give up. We all have those mornings where you're facing a daunting day and you find it difficult to roll over and get out of bed. You know that you have to, but that work or personal situation is weighing on you so heavily that it almost makes it impossible to lift your head off the pillow. Yet, somehow we muster the strength to pull ourselves together and we set off to deal with whatever the day is going to bring. But how and why does that happen? Why is because in all things there's a purpose. Every gift of another minute is ours for a reason. And although we don't always know exactly what it is at the time, there is a purpose for us getting that next minute, and therefore we have the responsibility to make the most of what it has to offer. Not all things that we endure are going to be easy. When you think about it, it is those difficult times that we deal with that give us the life lessons that we need to move on to our next chapter. Heaven knows that they're not always pleasant and often downright awful. Yet, we endure them and we carry on because we know that we are alive for a reason. It is the point when we give up that renders it all meaningless. It is the perseverance to get through the ordeal that builds the strength that we need to carry on. And in doing that, we gain the knowledge through life's lessons that helps make us stronger while enriching the life that we've been given. When we have purpose and commitment, our soul is nourished and we have the resolve to make our life even better than it was intended. One of my favorite things at work and in my personal life is to take no and find a way to make it yes. During that search for life's purpose, I tried to never let walls block my way without finding a way around them. I strive to never let people be the reason that I didn't succeed simply because they told me that I couldn't. I knew in my heart that I was alive for a reason. It was because of that reason that I chose to never give up. When I go to sleep at night, I often place my hand near my heart as a reminder that there's so much to do as long as those beats keep going on. I want to thank you so much for joining me this week on this week's episode of Mornings with Ron. You know, we all face adversity and we all deal with that adversity in different ways. My hope for you is that you find a way to deal with it so that it makes your life just a little bit better. So remember to go out and review us. We hope that you continue to listen to our future podcast. And as you go out into this great big world of ours, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles.